The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night You play Thursday cause you're What a feeling, what a night Oh what a night Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night You play Thursday cause you're Welcome to a night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Where we talk things, all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining me, Sean Walsh does every week, is my mate, Jude Summerfield. Jude, how are you doing? I'm good, my mate, Sean Walsh. Um, yeah, very pleasant weekend. Um, filled with hope and then a little a little chaos from elsewhere in other, uh, <laughs> yeah. other areas of the Premier League. So, you know, we got our fill and then the gods of the Premier League gave us some more the day after. So, yeah, been a very entertaining couple of days. It has How been you you know, Yeah, I'm doing it right. I was just gonna say I thought well my personally my weekend got off to the worst start because I watched um the Friday night football with Arsenal winning with a lot of Arsenal fans. Oh, so, yeah. you know, even before kickoff, they were very much in the mindset of we're gonna win the league. And then, you know, when Gabriel Jesus runs through half the palace team after 30 seconds, and they're doubling down on that belief. So mm. it was a long evening. It was just kind of leaving there, just thinking. Please just beat Southampton. I don't. I can't. I can't be bothered. Like, and I'm, not, I'm definitely so many pedals that the first day means very little in the grand scheme of things. You only have to look at last season with, um, you know, Nuno Spurs beat eventual Premier League champions Man City, and that was mm-hmm. with Harry Kane kind of still coming back into the fold. It, it doesn't mean a lot, but it's always better. We've got the points on the board, performance on the board, big performance that keeps us kind of rolling in, 
and we do have a big game next week, as we'll get to talk to later. Um, but for now, Jude, we started with a 4-1 win over Southampton. Can't hardly be better to start the new season. No, can't hardly be better, mate. Um, I mean, going 1-0 down to like to, to a James Ward-Prowse goal is... I don't know. I, I wasn't watching the game live, so I saw it. I was going to say, like, do you, do you um, want to go for your experience of tracking yeah, this match? Yeah, so... <laughs> um, so I was playing cricket on Saturday, which means... Um, there are long spells of just standing in a field. You don't have your phone in your pocket. <laughs> and like it pretty much takes you all the way through from like one till six, seven. And if you're if you're not batting first up, that means you can't check your phone <laughs> while the game's <laughs> yeah. going on. So like thankfully we were having drinks quite a lot just because it was a really, really hot day. But like at the first drinks when we were out fielding, I just looked, I managed to get a look at my phone, I just said one nil Southampton. And I was like, oh. Obviously, this is how it's going to start, isn't it? I was like, I can't watch it, but they've gone behind to some dodgy girl. And then when I watched the game a day later, um, it was um, yeah, James War Prowse just an annoyingly like proficient footballer. Wasn't even a set piece goal this time. <laughs> it wasn't no, but it was just like technically like a just a really good finish, and maybe there are a few little bits there where the ball could have been cleared, but. Yeah, it was just frustrating. Um, and then, yeah, when we got to like the, ne- the next drinks break, I think, um, or like an innings break, Spurs were up like 4 1. So <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of like, okay, well, they must have just been playing well the, like most of the time then and just got caught cold, which is essentially what it was. Um, hmm. But yeah, it was much better to watch and actually see that they had control for like large amounts of the game and um and it was quite a similar starting 11 to what we had at the back end of last season but you you saw with the players coming off the bench now that like essentially finishes and squad depth is there and very positive start to the start to the season especially looking at other results around yeah around the yeah yeah and you're right about the the lineup being pretty much similar to last season you know i think it was reported earlier in the week that some of the new signings might not necessarily have been available. And I assume I picked up a knock um, last week, mm-hmm. which Arsenal suspended. Longley, I don't think anyone was expecting to start. But Davis came back in. And I do believe um, the, there was only one change from the team that beat Norwich 5 0 on the last day last season. That was Romero coming back in for Sanchez because he was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but Conte did explain after the match why that was. But just to quickly go to the start, yeah, it was pretty much Ward Prowse sucker punch. I thought we started quite well. We didn't like make a lot of chances. We have we have a lot of spells of possession where we don't make chances per se, but we get into those dangerous areas. We're looking, we're probing really well, and it was a lot like that. And then obviously, you you see it. You get the notification on the phone. Samson's score, and it's just like for crying out loud, guys, for God's sake. But the best possible response, Jude, because. Kudoszewski, who we'll talk about plenty on this pod, with an unbelievable cross. It was very similar to the cross I think they put in against Arsenal and North London derby that led to the penalty where Cedric put on. Mm-hmm. And Sessegnon, who was having a quite a good battle with former teammate Carl Walker-Peters, had been screamed at by Conte um, a few minutes before for not attacking the last line from that kind of position. Got to the last line, got the header in, 1-1. Absolutely, like textbook wasn't it mate like yeah the ball in from Kulisewski is just so perfectly weighted and just um and paced and 
is so awesome because we we tra- we chatted a little bit about Ryan Sesky the other week, didn't we? Just saying, mm. be good if mm. this season could be the one where he um where he takes off a little bit, and for him to get the first, well, our first goal of the season was uh was mega, and um and and yeah, just him so far forward, like literally right on 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 the right back of the back stick there to just to just power it in. It's so good to see that there's just threats from everywhere, um, yeah. and, uh, and 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 yeah, that's his first prem goal as well. I didn't yeah. f- foot four spurs, yeah. which is like it's a long, long time coming, but hopefully the first of a few this season. Um, yeah, you know, in his 45, 60 minute appearances, which looks like it's <laughs> the way it's going <laughs> to be for that, for those that are out wide. Five sub seasons this year. Yeah, <laughs> I was really impressed with just how he attacked it because for so long, Sessegnon was someone who I kind of really didn't fancy because he lacked that aggression. He didn't seem like he played with that kind of um, mental edge to his game. He seemed like he was quite weak in the challenge or just weak and um, weak mentally mm-hmm. in general. But back in the last season, the start of this and preseason as well, he looks like he's a completely different player. This is probably one of Conte's best success stories in terms of the individuals. And this is kind of what, when we signed him, we were unsure, could he play in a back four? He's going to be a winger. This is under the potch, of course. It does seem like this was kind of the role destined for him because it's no joke scoring, I think he scored 15, 16 goals mm-hmm. for Fulham in the Championship when he was a teenager. Yeah, And it just didn't make sense for him to be a defensive-minded player, really did it, because you, no. you, if you can score goals like that, you need to be playing high up the pitch. And Conte, I think, is the perfect manager for him and Sessegnon did come out and say post-match that he's learning a lot from Perisic that he's a really nice guy he's really learning from him and it's good that they're pushing each other and that really gives me confidence that because they're both going to play a lot of games Sessegnon does have injury problems sometimes let's not forget about that so Perisic will come in um, I think the most annoying thing I've had is people asking me about their fantasy teams leading up to the first day, <laughs> where they'll say, "Oh, is it going to be Paris this time?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know." I'm just like, "Please leave me alone. I don't care about fantasy." <laughs> yeah, I think like continuity was always going to be most likely there, wasn't it? Just because mm. like the end of last season was still so like close. I swear it's only been like three or four months, so you might as well yeah. go with the same starting eleven. And um, and yeah, man, if if Sessegnon, like if he learns like just how to finish from from Perisic. Like just to have that that calmness and composure in the final third is going to be such a threat. And um, yeah, it's he like had the disallowed first... goal as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had the disallowed one, and there was another where like maybe his touch could have been better, and somebody got back and mm, made the challenge. Mm. I think. Um, uh, but I've just completely forgotten what I was going to say. Something about Sessignon. Something about finishing. We was on Sessignon and finishing. Um, yeah, no, it was just it was just that um, it is like the first full season he's had where there's like a defined role for him because he was never really like a left back and they were trying to shoehorn him in there when when he did play and then obviously he went on loan um, once or twice. But yeah, so the first season he's he's had where he's um, he's got everything in in front of him and it's like it's his position to nail down and it's like, it was a great start. Yeah, and his little battle yeah. with Walker Peters was quite intriguing. It was, yeah. Because obviously um, Walker Peters was linked with Chelsea in the last couple of weeks, and a lot of people were wondering mm-hmm. if we were after a right back um, this window, why don't we go back in for him? I do like Walker Peters. Uh, would be nice to have him back one day, not least for the homegrown stuff. But mm-hmm. it was a good pass, and I think Sessegnon eventually got the better of him. So yeah, 
Yay for us. Yay for us. <laughs> and then, did, well, then that, that was, after the first goal, it seemed like we really clicked into gear. Like we were popping about a bit more. Um, there were a couple of times where Kane was dropping deep and he managed to progress the ball quite well, even though it wasn't a vintage Kane performance. We'll come on to that in a bit, but mm. just generally the whole team seemed to be in unison. It was like, okay, now we've got the goal. It's basically nil-nil again. We can really go from here. And eventually we got a goal later in the first half. Great stooping head from Eric Dyer. I think that's quite underrated, the the technique and the ability just to kind of get down so low onto Son's cross and convert that. Yeah, you don't see the stoop too often, do you? Mm. Um, it was a bit sort of a... Do you remember Harry Kane's goal against Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final? Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It? it was sort of like that one. Um and yeah, that was his first league goal for like three years, apparently, which is which is nuts. Um, but it's it was his last like, one against Arsenal. Yeah, well, yeah, it was against Arsenal, I think. Oh that, god, in that game where um, it was smashed up like four two. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And like he's been he's been on free kicks in in that sort of time at, mm. at some points and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, but it it didn't really feel like um. Spurs were ever really out of control on on Saturday. Now that even when they went one 0 behind and then then got the lead, like the 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 amounts of they was they were still applying a lot of pressure to Southampton. Mm. And Southampton weren't really getting away, and um, yeah, it was just it was that it was that clear cut chance from like a, I think it was a corner originally, and then it sort of got worked its way back. To, yeah, uh, it, to I was gonna. I was going to say, it feels like we've had a couple of those in the last few months where it's not necessarily the corner, but the second delivery from the corner, which has led yeah. to a goal. But I do, I do wonder if that's something that's also been worked on with the new set-piece coach as well. Uh, well, yeah, well, I hope so, because like it's it's good ball recovery. At least, like um, you know, you're not taking corners and then seeing uh, <laughs> players running free with, like, on the counter attack with nobody there to defend them, like uh, mm. was, was it Basel Man United maybe last season? Oh <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that twice to United thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was just terrible. Just... So yeah, they were recovering the ball really well, and then they still had the players in the middle to to aim for. And like Sonny didn't really do anything. It was a nice ball in, and yeah, it's like a player like for Eric Dyer to score. I think it's great because he deserves like a loving every now and again for sure, and that obviously just accelerates that from supporters. Um, because he's been really good the last sort of six nine months for quite. Did a you see the clip time. of Romero basically beating the shit out of him <laughs> in the <laughs> no. celebration? Have you not? So, no, so in the celebration, you know, you know, it. last season when Bergwijn scored at Leicester and yeah. Lucas just kind of starts no, slapping his head or whatever. <laughs> he it was a bit like that, and he he was doing that to die his head, but he also like it was one to like the ribs or like around the liver area as well. He's like pro- oh, like yeah. proper. American high school Billy Whaley on him. <laughs> I'm seeing it now. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes out of nowhere and just like lays one on like his head, doesn't he? He's like yeah. slapping him on his head as well. Stop it, oh, amazing. <laughs> he's gone, he's gone with the undercut. The undercut. <laughs> good lord, that'd be a scrap yeah. and a half, wouldn't it? If those two it were, it would. I wouldn't want to get beating the shit out of by Richie no. Romero, really. <laughs> no, but yeah, Eric Dyer was, was great again, from what I saw. Um, he was good in that little, you know, sort of quarterback role at the back. I'd like to say, um, and yes, yeah, sort of defensively as well. I mean, like, I don't know how amazingly we we rate the Southampton front line at the moment. Um, obviously, Jerry, oh, the team like sheet didn't player. strike fear into me. If that's what you're th- saying, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. 
Um, yeah. But then, like, all it takes is suddenly, like, two Ward Prowse deliveries and suddenly yeah. a real big threat again. <laughs> mm. But, like, looking at the team, it was sort of like, okay, Romero's going to shit out a little bit. Don't know anything about Lavia. Um, Armstrong's not done anything up front. Yeah. And then Arriba played for Rangers and was quite good, in fairness. But Broja's yeah. not there anymore, and he's the one that really kind of was the catalyst behind why we lost to them last season in this fixture. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good little player. Um, so, yeah, there was no real threat. <laughs> and I suppose, like, um, it was just, like, the perfect opener, especially for those defenders, I suppose, like, Romero mm. was able to time some decent challenges, and there might have been one or two not-so-decent ones as well. Was there was one in the the, the second ones. half where he's yeah. gone in quite heavy. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so quite glad that he made it because there's a there's a section of um, Arsenal fans on Twitter, the kind of usual suspects who were incensed that he didn't get red for that. And there was also one in the first mm-hmm. half setting on a Walker Peters where it wasn't red; it was a definitely it was a yellow. Like if it's a mm-hmm. if it's a red, you're talking about it, like what the hell's going on? But you know, it's always it's always nice to rattle those Arsenal fans yeah. with calls like that. Very easily incensed, aren't they? And then you can just sort of. So easy. Yeah, leave them to it, you know, just incense them and then they're sort of just stewing and then well, it's yeah. cash money, Jude. It is cash money, baby. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Yeah. <laughs> and then so going to half time, two one up. The second half is probably one of the most comfortable second halves I can remember because apart from I think a rebo had a chance where he forces Larissa to a low save, but that was at four one. It didn't feel like we were in any real danger. It felt like we were eventually going to score and we were going to score more than once. And lo and behold, that's what happened. We got to within about 100, 180 seconds of each other or something like that. Yeah, um, two very quickly, yeah. First one, really great own goal. Thank you, Mohamed Salisu. I don't even know how he's done this, man. I don't know either. It makes no sense. No, it's like his. it sort of looked like his feet got jarred in some sort of weird, I know, like his knees weren't moving properly or whatever. <laughs> It physically shouldn't have happened like that. That's not how no. that clearance should have gone at all. Yeah, I think a few commentators might have said, yeah, he's got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his body shapes I, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't have seen it on Twitter, but it seemed like everyone was in agreement that if they still did like, you know, those um gaff DVD video things of like mm-hmm. football's funniest moments, or whatever. Like that is going straight in top ten <laughs> right there. Well, like like everyone's Benny doing Hill like, and, like <laughs> in, the, in the background. <laughs> sort of you got like ten people doing like doing like the commentary over it at the same time. That like say so the ball comes in. It's Emerson who's playing the ball in, and then there's Sally Sue there. He's just like you know, just got to clear the ball. What can go wrong? And then all of a sudden it's in the back of his own net. You know, you're something like that. Something to that effect. Get the idea to that, that effect. Yeah. Remember like BBC Three when they had those shows, which are like. England's worst 100 yeah. World Cup games, yeah. something like that. You've got like, people going like, well, the ball was just coming in and I thought he was going to clear it easy. Yeah, that's exactly and then, what it is, yeah. the footage going back to him, he's like, oh, he's about to put it into his own net. I'm sitting there just being like, what? <laughs> How's that happened? How's that happened? How has he done that? Yeah. It was and shit. Then, yeah, it, it was, was shit. <laughs> it was shit. Yeah, no offence, Mohamed Silisu, but two gaffes in two years against Spurs. We'll take that. No, it's very average. <laughs> yeah. And then, so almost immediately from the kickoff, 
straight back down to Hampton's end. Emerson plays inside for Kuluzewski, who we'll talk to based off of this. A really great finish. Calm finish, just into like the... It's almost like Kane's speciality, you know, when he hits the very inside of the net between the post and like the corner. Right there. Somehow, his first ever goal at home for Spurs. Unbelievable. How crazy is that? Yeah, because that's what I, I, I think maybe is... How many is it now? Is it seven, six or seven? Six or seven goals. Yeah, and, so, yeah. Yeah, for, and for all of them have come away to this point. And all of them are away. Um, but, so that's like, yeah, it was just one of the nice storylines of the of the weekend, really. And he had an absolutely dreamy game. Um, like, I know you may have been involved in some <laughs> dodgy dealings and crimes over the years, but like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the, the levels he's playing at, like, every week, um, he's just, like, purely becoming a star in his own right, which is pretty ridiculous considering Spurs play with Son and Kane, like, two of the most prolific players in the Premier League at the moment. But Kuna was the guy who ran the show all game. And um, yeah. that goal was actually, like, it was... I think we just called them pretty cold, but it was still so, like, clinically executed, if you know what I mean, like... I think Emerson, no, not Emerson, um, Hoybier, I think it's Hoybier, plays the ball first to Emerson. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, like, yeah, he might just cross it in from there, but he actually like, takes a touch and analyzes everything and just plays the, the ball back inside to Kulisevsky, who just had that, like, I think he had the defender give him, like, the little pathway to goal into that far corner, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, just was just, was just like, we're going to go around the outside. Yeah. 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 Um, it was such a good goal. And like his celebrations, man. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like a kid who's had too much fizzy drink in the summer and just suddenly just like popped and <laughs> all his limbs are flying all over the place. It's jokes. Um, yeah, he's just super exciting, isn't he? He's so good. <laughs> I love him. I really, really, really love him. I didn't expect that he was going to be anywhere near this level. And you you touched on it there. He is very one-footed, mm-hmm. but... He's so technically good and intelligent that he uses that to his advantage. Like it makes it so that he's got an extra bit to his game. He has the kind of ability to cut back onto his right, and that will in turn create a bit more space because the defender's not really expecting that. Mm-hmm. And every time he comes up with that, like they don't really have an answer for it because it's just like, oh, now this unstoppable guy is going onto his weak foot. It's curtains, mate. And he doesn't lose the ball, does he? Like the no. amount of times, like he's sort of wriggling around. Very strong. He's really strong, but the amount of times you know he's sort of wriggling around on the edge of the book, and you think like, "Oh, I might have overrun it there," or oh, "Okay, he's going to give the ball away there." He somehow manages to like keep hold of it, and I think there yeah. was one just like really <laughs> sort of basic turn, which was when he was on the edge of the box, and he just sort of literally just turned around and started running towards Emerson, <laughs> and it was just like, man, the guy keeps the. I don't want to hark on about Dembele too much, but he just he. Those two players are just players who keep the ball incredibly, incredibly well, just by yeah. the virtue of their strength almost. Like. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably as close as we're going to get because of the strength aspect, which I think is really, when people go on about Dembele, um, I saw people comparing freaking Alex Awobi to him the other day, like, oh, you know, he's playing, he's a dribbly guy playing midfield. I was like, okay, Dembele wasn't just a dribbly guy playing in midfield, all right? You completely misunderstand that, but you're right. The way that Kulusevski plays... The ability just to keep the ball, no matter what's kind of thrown at him, is very Dembele-esque. And it's Dembele just really in a forward role. 
It is, Finally, it is. It's... We're getting him scoring more goals. <laughs> he's scoring the... more goals, Sean. <laughs> remember the start of the 15-16 season where Poch played Dembele right wing and then he got injured? Yeah. And then it was just like, <laughs> well, that's the end of that experiment. <laughs> he played like wing under Tim Sherwood as well for like a couple of games. I think they Tim went to Sherwood. Newcastle yeah. one time. And yes, played, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. They like 4-3-3 with Dembele on the... On the left, maybe. <laughs> it was, Tactical uh, genius. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know why we're harking back to those times. Why why would he <laughs> don't, don't need to remember to, that right now? It's it great. It's great. Do you know what? It really I was really, really envious that I wasn't able to go to this game because it would have been such a like, think about it, like we haven't there haven't been many Spurs games which have been in like the new stadium in the summer when it's really nice out. Not not too hot. So I think there's, there were definitely times I went to a couple of women's Euros games over the summer. Uh, for 90 min, there were times where it was too hot to enjoy the occasion at all. So mm-hmm. I felt like Saturday was kind of perfect. It would have been nice to go there to, have, you know, have a few drinks after the match in the stadium, the good feeling, just to kind of soak that all in. Because yeah. don't get don't get a lot of those. You need to, this is what football's all about. Yeah, exactly. Soak up the uh, the good energy around there. Yeah. It is, it is good at the moment and it's not always like this. <laughs> That's the thing. You never know with this club. You've got to take the good moments when they come. You've got to ride that. You absolutely do, yeah. I also did see um, there was a post on Footy Scran of a Lotus Biscoff donut, which looked quite delicious. I was like, hey, next time I'm there. Is that at the stadium, those. is it? Yeah, yeah. I was really Ooh. surprised. So next time I'm there, I'll have yeah. one of those, please. Six quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, get, people were getting a bit of a huff about the price of the beers now. Yeah, I think which is understandable. Yeah. Did you see West Ham prices for beers? I didn't know what, what yeah. was it. It was it was roughly 120 quid for a Heineken. So you know, oh, it, give or give or take. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, it's not really, is it, Jude? Yeah, no, yeah. that's just information yeah. in action right yeah. now. Taking a piss, yeah, you know? yeah. It's not good. It's affecting yeah. yeah, even West Ham. Yeah. Anyway, back to Spurs. Uh, I wanted to touch <laughs> on man. We just uh, briefly talked about with a couple of assists. Well, fantasy Premier League exists anyway. Uh, Emerson thought he was okay. Thought he started a bit kind of haphazard as he usually does. You know, the if you go back and watch Southampton's goal, he's done doing one of those long slide tackles where he thinks he's kind of using his body as a wall. And I think it was mm-hmm. Jennifer who put the cross in, and he just was like, mm-hmm. "I'm just going to dink it over you instead, mate." And mm-hmm. you know, it can be forgiven. He's 22, 23, still young, but generally grew into the game. Uh, I think a lot of people were quite surprised he was starting. I was expecting Doherty to start personally because, yeah, you know, when you, you think of Emerson, you don't think of attacking brilliance. You just think solid enough defensively looking for content for his compilations. Jobs are good. Yeah, and... this is the thing. I he's got, just, um... He probably has enough content for this week's comp, I'll tell you. <laughs> he hasn't, no. I was praying. I just went on the Twitter, on on his Twitter there. I was sort of praying it had been released and I hadn't seen it yet. But... It's not there? No. No, that could have given me a, a few good highlights to talk to <laughs> to talk about him with. Her. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 he's not sticking out like a sore thumb at the moment. Um, yeah, like I do remember in the Rangers game, and that, like don't take too much from preseason, but there there are games he can have where it's sort of like he's playing against us and picking the wrong option. But here he seemed just like um, like just really calm, especially in those sort of final third areas. Um, where he was very, he was very, very high up the pitch, like Sessignon. Um, Spurs were getting in down the right, him combining with Kulusevski quite frequently. 
Um, and like it, it was good to see him take a touch for that fourth goal as well because he might have just like whipped it in, but he had time. yeah, yeah, he had a lot of time to decide what he wanted to do, and then and then yeah, got 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 the assist. I think he, the other one would have gone down with like a fantasy assist, right? Yeah, um, yeah, that whatever. Um, I can't remember his name now. Um, Salasu and God, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like. You you backed him for most surprising or improved player and what, what yeah I did, I did like how are your stocks looking I hear that's a, that's a phrase <laughs> stocks, are, stocks are great right now I should probably sell them <laughs> it's never gonna get higher than this baby uh, I did I did I did say that largely within you think there aren't many players who have a huge room to improve but I'll take I'll take being right as and when it comes. Because <laughs> it's not all the time, you know. It's like Spurs with happiness, dude. You got to take it as it is. Sometimes it's uh, the waiting game, man. You yeah, exactly. Got to ride it out. Yeah. That said, if I, if Atletico Madrid arrived tomorrow with a twenty-five mil bid, I probably still would take it. <laughs> I don't think I'll, I don't think our season should live and die whether we have Emerson, Doherty, and Spence or just Doherty and Spence. Well, yeah, exactly. I think um, whoever comes into that right wing, right wing back, <laughs> wang, <laughs> right wing back spot. Um, I think we'll be able to, you know, maintain the same standard as uh, as the rest of the players. That's what's quite good yeah. at the moment is when you know players are winning games and it's good across the board. Everything's yeah. sort of like moving like clockwork. Um, yeah. so Spence or um, Doherty or Lucas Moore would probably, I think they they'd fit in just fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Quite amazing, Jude. We've got half hour or so into a Spurs pod after a big win. And we have barely talked about Harry Kane or Son Heung-min yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both flops, mate. Yeah. That's why. Frauds can't do it. Don't need them. frauds. Sell them. Rebuild for the future. I think it's time to buy some new strikers. I think, I think so. these guys just are clearly washed and done. It's not good enough, Jude. What's it's going on? not good enough. No. I mean, like... <laughs> uh, I, I no, but seriously. Serious. No, but seriously. Um, I saw our player ratings weren't too generous, and um, you know elsewhere on who scored and um, fought more than the latter. It's, they weren't the standouts, but like they sort of played their roles here and there. And in the I thought they were fine. List. Yeah, they were fine. They, they, like, did, the they didn't score or or some got one assist, but you know, yeah, one assist between the two of them. Yeah, I think a few a few um, opportunities a few weeks into the season they would have they would have gobbled them up. Like I think. Yeah, that that son run where he ends up in in the area and oh, I couldn't believe that I was screaming him for to give it to Kane. That wasn't great, was it? <laughs> and like you can see, as soon as the ball like flashes into Rosette, Kane's giving it all. Like, why didn't you pass to me? I was right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, can't, can't on the floor. that one. Yeah, he cuts the to son on the floor, being like, "Oh, what do you mean? Like, I was there." <laughs> You <laughs> scored. Um, so yeah, I, I thought they were fine. And like as long as you still see them, like Son's still getting in behind quite regularly, got an assist as well for that dire goal. Um, Best player still productive. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what that's what I mean, Jude. Yeah, exactly. If if um if the game next weekend is the one they they turn up for, that would that would that would be fine. Also, I would like <laughs> we'll that. Get, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Are you? I don't doesn't worry you at any point that so they weren't what, like threatening it, yesterday. Yeah, I, I thought they were still threatening. It was just it was just get that 
just drew blanks because I, I do I know we, we did joke about it there, but I know people have actually sincerely mm-hmm. been a bit worried about it because it does feel like, especially with Son, like the amount of times Son will start the first 20, 25 minutes and he'll just like his, t- his touch bounces off him or his passing is really wayward and people's like, what's going on with Son? And then he'll do something like get the assist that he did or he'll score a goal. That happens quite a bit, but uh, the, I guess the good thing is that we have a dependable player in Kulusevski who isn't just kind of boosting his assist numbers like people say because we have Kainas on the team. Like he, he has been mm-hmm. so, so good that we do have this dependable third option. I think Dan Kilpatrick tweeted the way he worded it was if Son and Kane are Federer and Adal, then maybe Kulusevski is Djokovic coming into the picture, forcing his way in. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to carry on that analogy by saying Richardson might be Andy Murray, which, you know, I wouldn't be against that. That'd be quite, that'd be quite Andy. Couple of uh, couple of big titles, yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. fine. If he wants to be I'll take that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, sure. Um, I I don't think uh, you need to be overly worried about them. Kane should manage yeah. to score some more goals in August this year than he usually does, um, just because we've started so early. <laughs> so he'll end up with like five or six by the time we hit the first <laughs> of September, and everyone it'll all be fine. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so stop panicking, Jude. Yeah, stop panicking. Um, yeah, and they still have their chances to score, and they they will score a lot throughout the season. So yeah, yeah. stay calm. Yeah, Don't need to get too aggro. <laughs> it's like the old clip of Unai Emery in Arsenal training, isn't it? Yeah, trying to yeah, make them. Yeah, Mate, come, come. I'm, I'm screaming that all the time around, around a... certain people. We just love it. <laughs> just go, Do it about yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. They, they, they won't get it. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. just, just screaming calm everywhere. Go, go, go. Not for any reason either, just screaming it. No yeah. reason. Just sat at my desk. I mean, I still prefer the clip of um, him just smashing crosses across the box <laughs> and like <laughs> people trying to head it in and obviously getting brain damage every time. It's like it's like they got the like the inflatable defenders as well. It's just like just bouncing yeah. off sometimes. It's because like, <laughs> they're like running through the inflatable defenders. I've just yeah. no idea where this ball is coming from. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like flinching and yeah. getting smacked. God, uh, what a funny, what a funny club. Yeah, what a funny. I'm club. looking forward to when they release the final couple of episodes of. All or nothing. Right now, I'm avoiding yeah. it because it's just, it just feels like it feels like it's Arteta PR and nothing really else. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it to be honest. Um, so uh, maybe at some point, but for now, yeah. like I, I might say that for a patch where Arsenal don't do too well, and then <laughs> just to really yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, just to really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, our, our good friends Bain Haynes and Jack Hussey were saying on the Rule Rules pod last week. Um, can't like the incredulity that Arsenal fans are so excited to watch all the, the, these episodes because of how the season ended. Like, I would yeah, not have strange, good memories from last season. Like, I, I would want to avoid it so much. Yeah, I would want to watch it. If we if we had a documentary for last season and we were the ones who didn't get fourth in the end, say like Arsenal won uh, the lane and that kind of ended it. That's that. There's no way I'm watching any of that. I don't want to know about that season. No, because they weren't happy when the season finished. With the, with the place that they got. Um, so that's just going to bring up old memories, isn't it? I mean, it will be framed in a certain way to um, to present them as a... We have been through that before. Um, you know, we've seen it. <laughs> and um, whatever result they finished with in the end will be touted as a, as a major, major success, like Spurs did with sixth. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
we, so, we, we finish sixth, we win the Europa League. That yeah. well. <laughs> Just the eliminations, the, master, the guy whose manager was in jail. Yeah, the master plan didn't quite um, pay off, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I would greet that with similar incredulity. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> it's not as it seems okay back to Spurs uh, moving on to got a big London derby this weekend Jude mm. we are away at Stamford Bridge where we seemingly never ever ever win yeah. uh, we went there twice last season didn't win didn't score any goals yeah I don't like this one I don't like this matchup Sean to be honest um, no. it doesn't really produce any fond memories apart from Delhi a few years ago but that's yeah the one time we did win it. yeah that, was that one it. time literally that was one time glorious. that was a glorious glorious that was day. such a good like, game oh, there is you know this this came from behind as well incredible yeah and they just yeah they smashed them but like that's that spell from last season where it seemed like we were playing them every week just lives in my head rent free and I don't like it <laughs> yeah and it was just watching the same game over and over again of that of like some, it was just one, it was just one, one game, wasn't it? Yeah, just, just one game. Actually, one of their defenders scoring. Like it seemed to be a different defender every time we played them. But like either Rudiger would score or Thiago Silva would score, and it just all went this this sort of way. And the games are horrible to watch. There was no quality to and um, yeah. I mean, if if they were if you were to like back Spurs at any point to go and win at Stamford Bridge, now would be as decent a time as ever. But, yes, especially when you look at the circumstances we went there last season, like. I think, yeah, I think was it three of our four meetings or two of our four meetings? Son was injured, mm-hmm. so that yeah. was big. We we started the league game, the away league game, it was four four two, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, was the big was tactical hard. switch. Yeah, and then we had that, that became disallowed goal. You know, how much does that change? Did he scored the amazing goal, the obviously. Belter, yeah, yeah. And that, you think since then, yeah. like Chelsea have just been on a kind of downward spiral. I wasn't impressed by them against Everton at the weekend. Really, I haven't been impressed by them summer business because it feels quite scattergun and haphazard I mean, they've brought in some good players obviously in Sterling and Koulibaly but as a team they don't frighten me on paper as much anymore that yeah, said I mean, you can't trust us to go to Stafford Bridge and get a result no you never. can't no you can't like Chelsea's a weird one because it never really seems like they're in full flight at any point during the season mm. like just it doesn't seem like their attack is always firing and Sometimes they're just like, horrible to watch, but then they'll still pick up a lot of points throughout the season, so it's a bit of a weird one. Um, but I just hope um, the the midfield. I don't think we've ever really given them a proper like battle in midfield, and like in those millions of games we played them last yeah. season. So hopefully those two stand up because I thought they were like not not eye catchingly good, but really solid against Southampton and if they if they're they've generally been good Chelsea, as a pair in the big games especially they have very yeah, good yeah. against Arsenal last season very good against Manchester City mm-hmm. yeah so um, yeah it should it should <laughs> I like saying it should be good fun but I don't know if going to Chelsea is ever really good fun but it'll football's be... never that simple no it, it never is um, but like what do you think like I mean it's, it's just a bit of a horrible one <laughs> whatever perspective I'm looking at from it is, and um, Hugo Lloris said it after the match against Southampton. This is going to be the real test because it's not just the kind of the technical differences, not just the differences in terms of quality. Quality, it's the mental thing as well. Because you think over the last six, seven, eight years, 
I'd say our domestic rivals in terms of what we're competing for has been Chelsea more so than anyone else. You know, we had the, we lost the 15-16 title because we drew at Stamford Bridge. We lost them in the title race the following season. There's just lots of other points in the last decade or so, probably more so than Arsenal now, where we've been competing with them directly or indirectly. And whenever we play them, which feels like it's all the time, we never win the big ones. We never win the statement ones. And it would be nice for that to kind of be in our favour for once because you guys like Hugo. There aren't many left from the team that um, fought them for the title, but definitely Lloris would have this in his mind that if, if Tottenham can go to Stamford Bridge and get a win, that's a huge thing. This early in the season as well, like mm. just to kind of keep that going, keep that confidence going, it would be really massive. Yeah, it would set a massive marker for sure. Like um, we're still not really sure how how first how far Spurs can go in the title race, but like to go and win at Chelsea is always, always tricky for like even Man City, Liverpool, like we saw in that game between um Chelsea and Liverpool last season. Like Chelsea just have great like ball strikers. They can just pull a goal back from like forty yards if they like it's a bit ridiculous. Um so that they, they are like they've got good individual players like I wasn't impressed by them at Everton either. Um and hopefully we can just um we can take advantage of maybe them being in a little bit of transition with yeah. the whole new def- well not maybe not a whole new defense but a new look defense um and i yeah from, from how we played against southampton i think we will cause the problems and i don't think it'll be a case of us rolling over and having our tummies tickled again because i think yeah there's enough bite about the spurs team now to to go to go to teams and um and hang in games when they need to, and then make their moment count. I think that's how Spurs are going to play like quite a lot this season, and how they yeah. did well towards the back end of last season as well. Yeah. Um, so it is yeah, it's it's an exciting one on paper, definitely. I think in Adelaide for me is that it feels like we're going to be the neutrals' favourites going into it to win, because obviously you look at the window we've had, the upward trajectory compared to Chelsea's downward trajectory over the last four or five months after the mm. sanctions and everything regarding that and the takeover it feels like Spurs are going to be a lot of people's pick it'll be like oh yes I can see Spurs nicking this 2-1 without these people haven't lived through the real kind of Spurs Stamford Bridge <laughs> experiences so they don't know what it's yeah. like it's the same with a lot of our away performances in big games because whenever we're tipped to do well we never win like you look at last season where people thought we'd go to Old Trafford and maybe get something and mm. we lost that uh, you look at it, historically, we've been we would go to Anfield and with a better team, haven't won there. Same with the Emirates Stadium, like even that was even with our last one at the Emirates in the League Cup, that wasn't expected because we'd only lost there a couple of weeks before. But we were favourites for that one because of the season we'd had. Like whatever people think is going to happen, the opposite tends to happen. Yeah, even like when we went to Chelsea in 2016. They were like eleven, yeah. and we were second. <laughs> yeah, can't it? Can't it? Worst Chelsea team in twenty, thirty years still couldn't beat them at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, and it was going to script for like half an hour, and they were two 0 up, and then yeah, scrappy goals happen and belters from thirty yards happened as well. So, <laughs> I, w- I would say, I would say the caveat is like the level that we've been at the last uh, maybe fifteen, twenty Premier League games that we've played. It's probably it's a much higher standard than a lot of Spurs teams in recent years. Like if you look into like those isolation periods, you're looking at maybe the team that finished second in the Prem. You're looking at uh, the team the following year for stretches when we came third. 
this is better than the Champions League final team because that wasn't about being good. That was about the other kind of intangibles and whatnot. That was emotion. That's yeah. that's in itself. But apart from that, this is this is probably a stronger bid for a long time. You look at Kane and Son. We have two of the best players in the world. I'd have to sit down and do a ranking at some point to see where I have Kane and Son in the world. But I'm thinking at least at least top thirty. Oh, at very right. least, yeah, at very yeah. least, I'd That's have to. I, point. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'll, I think I might have to do this at some point. I'm going to rank because I want to know. Because obviously, if we, sure. yeah, yeah. So I have to do that at some point. But this, this is my point. We're better equipped now to do it. We feel like we're starting to get that big game experience under Conte. I think the Liverpool game at the end of last season was a real testament to that. So yeah, they're entertaining to watch as well. Yeah. Though there's like there there were doubters at the start when um when Conte came in saying Mourinho light and and all that, but it's nothing like that. But the the goals that we we score like they're often based on moments of individual quality. But there's also awesome moves where we cut through the middle of teams, like just through central midfield through Hoybier and Kulusevski's there to finish Mm. it off. So yeah, like, like the. The, the amount of times we've thrashed teams like in the last six months has, has yeah. gone up as well. Like the games when we just run right against Everton, we score yeah, loads of goals, like, loads of goals. of goals, and, and that's just that's not just because of Kane and Son. Because if it was because of Kane and Son, then Nuno would have been a success. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And like the the system just expo- exploits space so well; it just makes use of every like patch on 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 the field by using by getting Sessegnon and Emerson so so high up. And like um, you, you've just got like the orchestrators like Ben, ben Sanko as well in the middle, who just like keeps everything ticking over, just really quietly but really efficiently. Like Spurs haven't yeah. such a position where they struggled recently; they just haven't managed to get any control. But like here, it's just like little turns around the corner or a little flick, and it just gets Spurs moving so quickly. Yeah. It's, and when you've got them moving quickly with Kane on the ball and like Sesson Yon and Emerson on the on the wing, and you've got Son in the middle as well, it's like. What's gonna fucking happen? Here? <laughs> it's great. It's such good fun I do, to watch. I like it as well because it does feel like if we go through my picks for the top four this year, the top four teams: City, Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal. It feels like we all have different styles, and I really like our style right now because it's it's a bit direct, but it's a bit kind of intricate as well. You can see where the where they've been drilled, but you can see where the ingenuity of individuals comes in, mm-hmm. and it's just really fun to watch. Like obviously, you got. City who are starting to bore teams to death. So glad we're yeah, not that um, was like at that watch, level. Wasn't it? That really it was, was really horrible yesterday. It was a real slog. Jesus. Yeah. Um, they just had the moments from yeah. Ireland. Where yeah. Yeah. Liverpool scary. built on the kind of rock and roll, gig impressive philosophy, but not not quite as intense in recent years. Arsenal looking good on the ball, but still quite fragile off it. Whereas I think the difference with us is that we look really solid whenever we want to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, there's real, and there's real joy in that, like being able to be defensively solid without just throwing 10 men behind the ball as well. Yeah, and... you Gives me endorphins, that's... Jude. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that's, a, that's like the foundation to when Spurs have had good years, they've been really solid at the back. So like yeah. when they scored yeah. when they 87 points or whatever it was, 16-17, they conceded the fewest amount of goals in the in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they they were always good defensively on, in in those pot years, but but now it's like it's just like a different sort of defending. It's so authoritative and like it, it intimidating, and um, it's just yeah, 
blood and thunder, cold, uh, mm. hot hearts and cold heads, like, like yeah, like the man said, which is uh, get that framed. That, yeah, that would be a good little make some t-shirts out of that, Jude. Get it painted, patented. That'd be good. Wouldn't it? We can Write this down, Jude. We'll go. We'll go in Dragon's Den. The side ha- the side hustle we've been looking for, <laughs> for fucking years. We've got it now. Merch. Is how we make our money. Yeah, go get the merch. <laughs> Is that idea? No stealer idea, please. <laughs> I don't okay. have the business acumen to get that <laughs> off the ground, unfortunately. So, <laughs> once it, it's probably theirs. I won't put it. Don't say that. <laughs> You're not millions here, Jude. <laughs> Five mil- millions, yeah. Not yeah. Sure. Okay. I think I'm all spurs out. Yeah. For now. In, in, until next week. Until like, next um, week when we've. Smash Chelsea 4 0. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. That'd be, that'd be class. How good would that be? Great fun. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Flip them all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's have yeah, it. Let's go. Kill. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't subscribed, please do so and please leave a rating. It really helps us out. And we'll see you next time, hopefully, after we've smashed up Chelsea. Tuesday night You play Thursday Cause you're What a feeling What a night Oh what a night Watching Tottenham On a Tuesday night You play Thursday Cause you're You know how to book flights and hotels All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.